Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Balanced Life Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Tillman, life coach with Balanced Coaching and Consulting, hashtag the Balanced Life Coach. And I'm so glad that you've joined me again this week. Got a good topic this week. It's on burnout. And I think it's something that a lot of people are experiencing, whether they want to admit it or not. I don't know if it's because of the pandemic or um, if it's because we're just working at a fever pitch, but a lot of people are burning out or on the verge of burning out. I've seen it with a lot of people who have jobs that moved online during COVID and the companies have decided they're going to continue to stay online. So they get that Zoom fatigue or uh, the company has perhaps said that, you know, we can do a lot by letting people stay home and just working them online. Uh, that's where I've seen most of the burnout, but I've also seen it in a lot of other areas lately. So I've seen it enough that it's one of the primary areas that I coach is helping people find a balance between their work life and their personal life. But I've seen it so much that I felt like it's we needed to have a talk. <laughs> we need to talk about it. So what is burnout? Well, burnout is just simply a state of emotional, mental, and physical exhaustion. And it often comes from a prolonged and excessive period of stress. It can happen to anybody. I think a lot of times people believe burnout only happens to individuals who work a nine to five. That is not true. Burnout can happen to anyone. It can happen to people who work nine to five jobs. It can be people who do shift work. It can be people who don't work but are stay-at-home parents or caregivers Nurses, doctors, paramedics, firefighters, police officers, sanitation, it does not matter what you do. Students can experience burnout. Anybody can experience burnout. And so it's serious. I think we use the term a lot to just toss around like I'm, I'm burning out. But burnout is, it can be serious. It's not something to joke about and it's not something to take lightly. And when we talk today about burnout, I want you to keep in mind, this is a state of being. I'm not talking about a one-off bad day or a bad week. I'm talking about this has become the pattern of your life for a good while now. And that's, so when we talk about the signs and symptoms today, that's what I want you to keep in mind. I don't want you to hear this and say, well, gosh, I had a bad day, so I must be going through burnout. You might. But if these characteristics are part of your life in general right now, then there's a good indication, that's a good indication that you might be going on, going into burnout or you might be in the process of burning out. So uh, let's talk about it. So here are 10 signs that you're experiencing burnout. First one is chronic fatigue. That's one of the most common signs of burnout. And it's, it's simply feeling exhausted. And you just can't seem to get enough sleep. You can't seem to get enough energy. Even if you're sleeping all the time, you just can't get enough sleep. You feel like you're running on fumes. And even something simple can feel like it just requires too much energy for you to do. You don't feel like getting up. You don't feel like getting out of bed. You don't feel like going. You come home, you just crash. You have no energy. The next thing is reduced productivity. So if you're feeling burnt out, you may notice that your productivity levels have decreased. And so you may struggle to concentrate on tasks or feel like you're just not doing or achieving as much as you used to. That can be a good indicator that you're going through burnout. So you're working just as hard as you were, but you're not getting as much done. You might be on the verge of or going into burnout. Lack of motivation. So you've, you're just feeling unmotivated. 
that can be another sign of burnout. You, you don't feel like doing the things that you used to do, like your hobbies, or um, you don't feel like socializing with other people. You don't feel like, uh, you name it, you don't feel like doing the things you used to. You just don't have any get up and go anymore. And again, I'm not talking about you had a, a long week or you've had a, a busy weekend or anything like that. I'm talking about this has become the consistent pattern of your life for a while now. And it's associated with some stress that you've been having or a long, prolonged period of stress in your life that you might be going into burnout. Difficulty concentrating. So if you're experiencing burnout, you can find it hard to focus on things. You're easily distracted. And the bad thing about this is it makes it harder to get your work done. And when that happens, the burnout just increases because you're already stressed. You're not getting enough done. You're having a hard time concentrating. And so stuff's not getting done. And so now you feel even more pressure to get things done because things are backing up and it just makes things worse. The next thing is increased irritability. And so burnout can make you feel more irritable or impatient than you usually are. And so you may find yourself snapping at people or getting angry over really small things. I know when I can remember, particularly one time in my life, going through burnout significantly, um, this was one of the key issues I dealt with was irritability. I was very short with people. I was irritated. I was snapping at people and over the smallest things. And again, this was not like I just had a rough day. This was, I just was irritated all the time. I was irritated at work. I was irritated at home. I was just irritated. And it stemmed from a prolonged period of stress that I was going through uh, in a particular situation in my life that I was not dealing with appropriately. And we'll talk about in a little bit what you can do to, to beat burnout. So increased irritability. The next thing is physical symptoms. So physical symptoms can come from burnout. And these are things like headaches and muscle pain and digestive issues. And I'm not talking about low-level stuff. I'm talking about Burnout can cause irritable bowel syndrome. I don't know if you knew that. I did not know that until recently. But the stress that comes from burnout can actually change the bacteria in your gut, not to get too scientific here, and can actually induce irritable bowel syndrome. So again, we're not talking about something light. We're talking about a serious situation that you don't need to take lightly. And you could also experience a weakened immune system. And so when you have a weakened immune system, you're going to get sick more often. So that could be another key indicator of burnout is you're just constantly staying sick. I know clients uh, that I have worked with in the past, that's been one of the indicators for them that they're going through burnout is they can't remember the last time they felt good. They're constantly feeling bad, constantly catching a cold, constantly having to deal with some sickness. And so that can be a direct extension of going through burnout. Next is decreased satisfaction. So you're just feeling unfulfilled and, and dissatisfied with life, and that's another common sign of burnout. You don't feel like you're achieving your goals. Uh, the work you do doesn't have any meaning anymore. You don't have any passion for what you're doing anymore. You just don't enjoy anything. You just feel blah. Numb might be a good way to put it. You just, you just don't enjoy anything. You have no satisfaction in things, especially that you used to find great satisfaction in. It's just not there anymore. Isolation. So people who are going through burnout often tend to isolate themselves from others. That kind of goes with that irritability and that decreased motivation. Um, you just don't feel like socializing or spending time with anybody. And so maybe you used to enjoy going out on the weekends with friends or 
used to enjoy spending time with family and you just don't want to be around anybody. You just don't want to do anything. This was another thing for me. I just didn't want to be around anybody. Didn't want to be around my wife. Didn't want to be around my, my boys or my boy. We only had one kid at the time. Didn't want to be around him. Just I just didn't want to be around him. I, I, I wanted to be by myself, locked up in a room, not talking to anybody. I just did not have the energy or the desire to interact. And that can be a key symptom of burnout. Also, increased negativity. So burnout can make you feel more negative or cynical than you usually do. You're just pessimistic all the time. You've got negative thoughts, feelings about yourself and others and the world around you. You're just, you're just negative. You're just you're a negative Nancy. Not to, um, that's not to be disrespectful to any Nancys out there, but you're just a negative Nancy or a pessimistic Pam, whatever you want to call it. Um, but yeah, you're just, you, that goes with the isolation. That goes with the decreased satisfaction. You just don't enjoy anything. And so if you're not enjoying anything, you don't like that anybody else is enjoying anything and you're just negative about everything. That can be a key indicator that your body has just overloaded its stress and you're going into burnout or you're actively burning out. And then decrease self-care. So when you're feeling burnout, it can really be a challenge to just take care of yourself. You're, you're not eating well. You're not getting enough exercise. You're not getting enough sleep. That's one of the things we talked about, the chronic fatigue. Um, you're just not taking care of yourself. You look disheveled all the time. Um, maybe you used to be someone who wore clothes that were ironed all the time. I don't know that's a horrible example, but uh, you wore clothes that were ironed all the time, and now all of a sudden you just don't care. You're, you're coming into work wrinkled clothes. It's just like, oh, who gives? Who, who cares? I don't care. You just have no desire to take care of yourself anymore. And so, like I said, burnout, and those are just 10 signs. There, there are other things, but those are 10 common signs uh, and so if you see those in your life right now, um, then you need to be thinking about the fact that I might be going through burnout, especially if there's a lot of stress going on in your life. Pay attention to those signs because like I said, burnout is not something to be trifled with. Uh, you can get out of it. It can be fixed. You can turn around. It takes work. Uh, and we're going to talk about that in just a second. But I just want to pause here and say if, if any of those things I mentioned are showing up in your life. And again, not just correlated to a bad week or a bad weekend or just a rough day. I'd even say even a rough couple weeks, but I'm talking about a month, month and a half, two months, three months or longer, this has been going on, then there's a problem and you need to talk to someone. You need to get some help. So that's what we're going to talk about next is um, that there's help and you can, you can, there's some steps you can take right now. If you find yourself in one of those 10 areas that I just talked about, you can take some steps right now to turn this ship around and start getting out of burnout. So what are those? Um, first of all, start taking breaks. It sounds simple, but it's one of the most effective ways to beat burnout. Just take regular breaks. Schedule them into your day. Whether it's a short walk outside, whether you go take a coffee break. I don't know if coffee is the best thing because with burnout, typically you're, you're, you're jacked up and stressed out anyway, so it might not be a good idea to drink coffee. But some people, it's good for them. So, uh, But a coffee break or a nap, I love a nap. That was one of my go-to things to try to break burnout. But just taking a break can help you recharge your batteries. It can help bring the stress level down because what it does is it forces your body to stop and it breaks up this stress cycle that's going on in your life right now. Another thing you can do is start practicing mindfulness. And when I say mindfulness, I've mentioned this on other episodes, but when I say mindfulness, it's just a technique that involves being fully present in the moment. 
and you're observing your thoughts and you're observing your feelings and you're not judging them. You're just noting the fact that they're there. So you're just noting the fact that I feel stressed right now. I feel irritated right now. You're not making a judgment call on whether you should or should not feel that way or whether it's good or bad that you feel that way. You're just noting that I feel this way. And a good way to practice mindfulness, very easy. There are a lot of apps on your phone that you can get that will walk you through mindfulness practices or mindfulness sessions. But a really easy way to practice mindfulness is just to sit in a chair, relax from your head to your toes, and concentrate on the rise and fall of your chest as you breathe. And by doing that, you will slow yourself down. You'll slow your brain down because you can't be stressed and calm at the exact same time. So by forcing your body to calm down, you can help reduce the stress level. And I know it sounds a little crazy, but it works. You do have some control over your emotions. Uh, Sometimes they can get out of control, but you do have control over your emotions. And so sometimes making physiological changes, like sitting down and taking deep breaths and counting your breaths and watching your chest rise and fall, can force your mind to slow down. And again, when your mind slows down, a lot of times the stress comes down. Another thing you can do is just get enough sleep. Get enough sleep. It's amazing how much work good uh, sleep can do. It's good for your physical and mental health. Uh, When you sleep, your brain pretty much does a, a debrief of the day. It washes out the bad stuff. It reinforces the good stuff. Now, it is essential for good, healthy brain functioning, and we want a good, healthy, functioning brain if we want to manage stress. So get enough sleep. Aim for seven to eight hours a night each night. Uh, until you, That'll help you feel refreshed. It'll help you feel energized. And make it a priority. I know it's going to be hard, especially if you're going through burnout. It's going to be hard, but make it a priority. Set it up in your schedule to force yourself to lay down and go to sleep and stick to that schedule. Let somebody else know, hey, I'm setting the schedule. Hold me accountable and go to sleep. Another thing you can do is exercise regularly. It's a great way to combat burnout. You'd be amazed at what will happen when you get outside, when you sweat a little bit, and get all that stress out, get your heart rate up. You'd be amazed at how much your mind calms down. And I know this can be tough because when you're going through burnout, you're feeling stressed out already, and you're like, well, if I go outside and walk, or I go outside and exercise, my heart is going to explode out of my chest. I promise you it's not going to do that. But if you don't fix burnout, you may have a heart attack. Who knows? Get outside, get some exercise, get that stress out. That, your, your body has gone into fight or flight mode, and it's in chronic fight or flight mode. So you're just jacked up. The, the epinephrine and the adrenaline, same thing, are pumping. It's pumping through your body, and you, you need to get that out. A good way to do that is exercising. Also, start practicing self-care. That was one of the things we talked about as a sign of of burnout is not practicing self-care. Start practicing self-care. Make it a priority. Take care of yourself physically and mentally. Make time for activities that you enjoy. If that's reading a good book, make time to read that book. Set it in your schedule. Just like you've got other things in your schedule, other deadlines, set up a a priority time for self-care. Reading a book, taking a hot bath if you want to, listening to your favorite music, whatever it is. Set it in your schedule. Make it a priority. This is similar to that break thing. Find something to do to break up what is stressing you out. Then set boundaries. This is critical. This is probably one of the biggest things you can do 
to start bringing down burnout. And when I, when I coach clients on finding balance in their life, this is one of the areas that we focus the most on is setting boundaries. It's an essential part of beating burnout. You got to learn how to say no. You got to learn how to say no to things that don't line up with your values and your priorities. You got to stop saying yes to everything because that's probably what got you in a burnout to start with, or it might be one of the things that got you in a burnout. Learn to say no. Get clear on who you are and what you value, and then say yes to things that align with those and no to things that don't. And this is another area that I work with clients on. We work to get down to the nitty gritty of who you are, what you value, what's important to you, what's a priority to you. And then we use those things to begin setting up those healthy boundaries in your life so that you're operating out of who you are, who you were created to be, and you're saying no to the things that don't line up with that. And saying no is not a problem. Saying no is not a problem. If you say yes all the time to everything, then your yes means absolutely nothing. By saying no to things, your yes actually means something because when you say yes to something, you're telling that person, this aligns with who I am, this aligns with what I desire, this aligns with my priorities, this aligns with who God's created me to be, and so I'm going to invest in it. And if you're saying no to something, it's not saying it's a bad thing, it's just saying, look, that's a great thing, it's just, it's not in line with my abilities, it's not aligned with my strengths, it's not aligned with what God's called me to do. He's called somebody to do that. It's just not me. So I'm going to need to say no to that. So I work with clients to help them do that, help them set up those boundaries, because those can be key to living a more balanced life that is burnout resilient or is able to crawl out of burnout. Prioritize your workload. If you're feeling overwhelmed, sit down, write down everything you got to do, and then prioritize them, rank them by what's most important, and do the important things first. And then if you've got stuff way down the line that's really low priority, consider delegating that to somebody. Have somebody else do it. That's another thing I see in people that are going through burnout, especially leaders that are going through burnout. They don't have the ability to delegate. And that is a critical skill that you need to learn if you're going to be an effective leader. You have to learn how to delegate. And I'd say you have to learn how to delegate regardless of who you are. But get a list of tasks down prioritize them, tackle the big things first, because when you get the big things out of the way, those are big weights lifted off your shoulders, and then it becomes easier to do the little things. And if you can get that big stuff knocked out, then you start to see some momentum. And when you see momentum in your life, you start to see, hey, I'm getting this done. That starts to bring that stress level down because you go, hey, I'm in control of my day. I'm in control of my life a little bit more than I thought I was. So I can do this. And it starts to pull you out of... um, Burnout. And also when you're doing prioritizing your workload, set realistic deadlines. Don't give yourself a crazy deadline. Unless the deadline's forced on you, don't give yourself a crazy deadline that you know is going to stress you out. Set the deadline realistically. Also, try new things. Trying new things can be a great way to beat burnout. Whether you're taking up a new hobby or you're trying a new restaurant or you're traveling to a new destination, stepping outside your comfort zone can help you feel more energized um, because what it's doing is it's taking that cognitive load in your head and it's focusing it on something else. And so instead of it focusing on the stress thing, your brain's having to focus on learning a new skill or, or learning a new habit or trying this new experience. And your brain can't do both things at the same time. It can't, multitasking is a myth. Your brain can't say, I'm solely focused on this thing I'm stressing on and I'm also focused on this new thing I'm learning. It's gotta pick one or the other. And so if you do something new, 
all of that cognitive load that you have in your head is going to shift to that new thing that you're doing. All right, the next thing is take care of your physical health. Uh, That's incredibly important. Get out, eat a balanced diet, do some exercise, drink plenty of water, and avoid alcohol and drugs. A lot of times we'll use alcohol and drugs to numb what's going on. Stop doing that. It's not helping. It may feel like it's helping, but it's not helping. Get out there and take care of yourself. The last thing is get help. You don't have to go through burnout by yourself. It's not required. It's not necessary. Um, Get out there. Get help. Find help from a family member, a friend. uh, Talk to a life coach. Again, it just so happens that you're on a podcast with one. And this is an area that I specialize in is working with people who are going through burnout. Send me an email. Reach out to me. Get somebody in your corner that can help you. You can get pulled out of burnout. You can get out of this cycle that you're in, but you may need help. So lower your pride a little bit and get somebody to help you. And so, like I said, burnout, is it's a serious condition. It can have a lot of serious impacts on your life. But if you follow these tips I've given you, you can begin to regain control of your life. You can start to break this cycle that's causing the burnout. And so, again, I just want to encourage you, one of the best things you can do is find somebody to help you. Find somebody to hold you accountable. And I'm going to do a plug here again. This is one of the areas that I specialize in as a life coach. And so I I would be glad to talk to you about helping you pull yourself out or working with you to pull you out of this burnout cycle that you're in. Because you can live a life that you enjoy. Uh, You can um, have passion in what you're doing. You you can have all that stuff back. You can have a good work life and a good home life. And don't feel awkward if you're going through burnout. A lot of people, like I said earlier, a lot of people are going through burnout. It is very prevalent right now. And so don't feel like you're the only person going through it. Don't feel like you're alone. Um, Get some help, get out of it, and get back to living the life that you enjoy. So again, those are your 10 signs to burnout. Those are some quick tips to get out of burnout. If you feel like you're going through burnout, let somebody know. I hope you found this informative. If you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe so you don't miss any more episodes. I've got some great things lined up. I'm going to be bringing some guests on. Uh, so they can share some of their experiences of how they've gone from living a life of chaos (laughs) to living a life of balance. So I'm excited about that. And also some great topics that are going to put some more tools in your toolkit to live a more well-balanced life. Again, like the podcast, subscribe, give it a five-star rating so other folks can can get into it and, and see it and find it. Make that little Apple algorithm, show it to people. And if you know someone who might benefit from this podcast, share it with them. Send them my information. Uh, because that's the point of doing this. I want to help people. That's the only reason I'm doing this is adding value to people's lives. I want to help people live fulfilling lives and get the most out of the life that God's given to them. So uh, I'm glad that you're following along and I'm glad you're letting me help you do that. I'm hoping you're finding some benefit from this, Uh, but I hope you have a great week. And as always, keep living that balanced life. Keep seeking out God's best for you and we'll catch up again next week.